ಶ್ರೀಗಣೇಶಾಯ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀ ಸರಸ್ವತಿಯ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀ ಸದ್ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಸಮಸ್ತಜನಕಲ್ಯಾಣೇ ನಿರತ ಕರುಣಾಮಯ ನಮಿ ಚಿನ್ಮಯ ಸದ್ಗುರು ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ವಿದ್ವರ ಮನೋಜವಾರುದತುಲ್ಯವೇಗ ಜಿತೇಂದ್ರಿಯ ಬುದ್ಧಿಮತಾಂಬರಿಷ್ಟ ವಾತಾತ್ಮಜಂಬಾನರಯೂತಮುಖ್ಯ ಶ್ರೀರಾಮದೂತ ಶಿರಸ ನಮಿ ಸಂತೋಷಿಣೀ ಜಗನ್ಮಾತ ಮಮ ಸೌಭಾಗ್ಯವೃದ್ಧೇ ನಮಸ್ಕರೋಮಿ ಭಕ್ತ ಪ್ರಸನ್ನ ವರದಂಕರ ಶಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಕೇಶವ ಬಾಧರಾಯಣ ಸೂತ್ರಭಾಷ್ಯೃತೇ ಭಗವಂದನ ಓಂ ಪ್ರಣವಾಧ್ಯಾನೈಗಮೂರ್ತ ನನ್ಮಲಾ ಪ್ರಶಾಂದಯ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮುಕ್ತ ನಮಃ ಸಚ್ಚಿದನಂದೇತಪತ್ರಯ ವಿಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣಾ ವಯಂಹ ನೀಲಾಂಬುಜಶ್ಯಾಮಳಕೋಮಳಂಗಂ ಸೀತಾಸಮಾರೋಪಿತವಾಮಗಂ ಪಾಣೌ ಮಹಾಸಾಯಕಚಾರುಚಾಪಂ ನಮಿ ರಾಮಂ ರಘುವಂಶನಾಥ ರೀಡ್ ಫ್ರಾಮ್ ದ ಟ್ವೆಲ್ತ್ ವರ್ಷ ಸಂಯಮ್ಯ ಮನೋರಿಧಿಚ್ಯಾತ್ಮನ ಪ್ರಾಣ ಆಸ್ತಿಗಧಾರಣ now in this eighth chapter karma mukti is the topic karma mukti means gradual liberation after departing from this world the soul reaches brahma loka there are seven lokas bhuvah suvah mahah tapah janah satyam so satyaloka is brahmaji's place that is where the jiva reaches as a result of upasana now we saw the pranayami people who are practicing pranayama at the time of death they bring the prana up to the sahasrara 
Apsasra means the crown of your head. And then releases. They quit the body. Such people also go to Brahma Loka and final realization of truth is only through Jnana that Brahmaji gives that knowledge. Now if that is difficult, because unless you practice pranayama, it's difficult for all of us. So Bhagavan gave the another option here, that is omit the 13th verse. Omitye kaksharam brahma Vyaharan mamanusmaran Yaprayaditya jandeham Sayati paramam getim So uttering the one-syllabled word called Om, Unkara. So this is what I was talking to you about, Pratika Upasana. So Pratima Upasana and Pratika Upasana. So Pratikam means a symbol is used to meditate for meditation purpose. Otherwise, Pratima. Pratima is a form of Lord. Like any form. Bhagavan, Krishna or Rama or Devi or Lord Shiva, etc. They are all forms. So this is Pratima Upasana. This one is Pratika Upasana. <laughs> but some people always say, I don't have any personal God. <laughs> so then we have to give Pratikam. So like symbol, now the Salagrama and Shivalinga, these are all Pratikam. Then here Bhagavan is talking about Omkara Upasana. Omkara itself is a Pratika. Vyaharan Maam Anusmaran. So this Omkara Shabda has got so many meaning. As I was telling yesterday, the whole Upanishad is on this particular Omkara. So, Akara, Ukara, Makara. So, there is a joke about it. Let me tell you that. I hope you heard it, but still. The first man upon earth, when he came out of the cave, it must have been early morning, when he came out of the cave, suddenly he saw sun coming up. It was a wonderful phenomena. He has not seen such brilliant light because he was living in the cave. So it really surprised him. So he just opened his mouth and said, Ah! That was the first letter the first man upon earth uttered. Then he kept on looking at the sun and then suddenly it disappeared. Then it disappeared, the whole world plunged into darkness. Then he said, ooh, like oops, from there only the oops came. <laughs> then again, next day morning came up, 
Two, three days he observed the same thing is happening, coming up, going down, coming up, going down. So he said, okay, now, mm, I understood. <laughs> so this is how Akara, Ukara, Makara came. So the idea is, this is a good way to remember it. So, but Ah, Shabda represent waking world. Ukara represent dream world. Makara represent deep sleep experience. So in all these three states of experience, there is one thing that is common is consciousness. When you are awake, you are conscious, you are dreaming, the dream world also is illumined to you. And when you are in deep sleep, there is somebody is awake when you are in deep sleep. <laughs> that is consciousness. Your absence of experience is also recorded by someone. That is consciousness. That's why waking up, you are able to tell, I slept very well, I didn't know anything. <laughs> this statement you are able to make because somebody was there recording that experience. But himself, that Paramatma consciousness, what is his state? He is free from all the three. <laughs> Waking, dream and deep sleep. None of these three level of experiences are in him. <laughs> Therefore, to indicate that, Turiyavastha means fourth state, fourth state or silence, Amatra state. So these are the explanation given for Omkara. Omkara also represent both. Bhagavan has got Nirgunasurupa and Sagunasurupa. So, Saguna aspect is also indicated by Omkara, by waking, dream, deep sleep. It is Saguna. <laughs> Nirguna is what? The one who is beyond all the three states, Nirguna. So, Amatra state. So, one is Nirguna, Bhagavan state is at once both Nirguna and Saguna. And both are indicated by one letter, that is Omkara. <laughs> It is very appropriate to Bhagavan. Because when you name Bhagavan, all names should be included. <laughs> all attributes are to be included. All power, everything should be included. Only then he can be appropriately named. <laughs> if you exclude anything, that cannot be Bhagavan. So here with Omkar Shabda, it is included. Everything is included. Why? Waking world, everything is there. And dream world, it is all, everything is there, all the names and form in the dream world. And deep sleep stays, absence of experience also, but vasana, cause is there. But beyond all the three is the total silence. So all the aspect of Bhagavan is included in Omkara Shabda. So therefore, Bhagavan says, in the meditation seat, after controlling after withdrawing the mind from the worldly occupation and withdraw the mind and all the senses 
and try to remember the lord quieten the mind somebody asked this question now yesterday it was mentioned that during meditation we should concentrate between eyebrows then it said concentrate on heart then you mentioned to watch breath how can you do all these things <laughs> can you clarify you are right you can't do all these things at one time sequentially you should do okay now i said concentrate means look as though you are looking between the eyebrows there are so many schools are there on that because this is to position your head it's not that you have to concentrate there please don't concentrate then what happen you will end up you know when you wake up from your meditation you will have a squint eye or some kind of headache migraine or something will happen so please don't try to concentrate there what is meant was to keep your head straight you have to position the head that is why you keep as though you are looking at the in between the eyebrows or look at bhagwan in gita it is said see uh, as though look at the tip of your nose it is said see bhagwan bashigara is very clearly said that tip of the nose is mentioned only to position your head not for anything mind should not be absorbed in the tip of the nose that is not the aim of meditation <laughs> then i said what is that concentrate on the heart that is later okay these are all preliminaries <laughs> afterwards your mind see you cannot whole meditation period 20 minutes 30 minutes you cannot be doing the concentrating on your eyebrows no don't do that this is just to position the head that is all afterwards your mind it should be dropped you should not think about it so afterwards the pause watch your breath this is to quieten the mind mind is to be given some occupation so mind is always dynamic so it has to be given something to do otherwise they will mind will start wandering somewhere so you gives an occupation to the mind what is that you watch the breath so it will start watching so slowly it become quieter when that quiet mind then you have to think about bhagwan the lord in your heart okay so that is where i said so it is all sequentially it is not at one time okay <laughs> so once that mind become quieter then you take up the mantra call this omkara shapta <laughs> so here vyaharan omiti ekaksharam brahma vyaharan maam anusmaran so our thought should be on bhagwan <coughs> mam here means the lord so the omkara shabda omkara indicates bhagwan <coughs> so omkara the <coughs> entire veda the pointing outwards what bhagwan and that bhagwan is represented by the letter o so therefore while chanting the mantra your thought should be reveling in paramatma so this is the mam anusmaran think of me <coughs> bhagwan says vyaharan mam anusmaran yah prayadi tyajan deham sayadi paramam gatim 
ಯಾಮಿ after having tejandeham that's why krama mukti is given here tejandeham giving up this body sayati paramam gatim so afterwards he attained that supreme goal gati supreme goal paramam gati supreme goal means the highest <coughs> goal of state of realization <coughs> leaving the body consciousness he become debt to the body demands that's idea also another philosophically speaking jivan mukti avastha but here bhagwan is not talking about jivan mukti avastha so jivan mukti topic he will take up in ninth chapter onwards so here in this eighth chapter he is talking exclusively on krama mukti <laughs> so therefore jap prayaditejan deham means giving up this body he will reach brahma loka in brahma loka he will seek that paramatma and with the help of brahma ji's teaching he will attain mukti okay then continuing now this is also difficult suppose you say pranayama of course difficult then omkara upasana also difficult then bhagwan says another choice easy method what is that ಅನನ್ಯಚೇತಸತಂ ಅನನ್ಯಚೇತಾಸತೇತಾಟ್ಯೂರ್ whatever you value you remember see we value money so money part we always remember <laughs> isn't it so whatever we do matlab kya hai what do i get so this thought is there all the time <laughs> what is my benefit how much money i am making how much i am losing am i making this investment am i making money if it is not then immediately change <laughs> so continuously we think about the because whatever we value our mind automatically think about it. <laughs> that or your relationship or when you love somebody that thought of that person is always there in the back of your mind the same way bhagwan is if you value that then what happened you don't have to make an effort to remember him otherwise it is an effort <laughs> like mirabai for her it was effortless now it is said in uh, bhagavatam see one once narada saw 
this gopis this one gopi was sitting and meditating <laughs> so this narada was curious <laughs> hey you are why are you meditating because bhagwan is always around you <laughs> you can open your eyes and see him why are you meditating <clears throat> upon him so then she said no no it is not like that then what is it say i am meditating to remove him from my mind so that i can do my daily chores <laughs> because their mind is always thinking about bhagwan only anything they say so if they go to sell the what you call butter and milk and all that they say krishna you are you want krishna you are we are selling krishna they will not even say we are selling butter <laughs> they will say krishna so everything is krishna 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 so this is the way morning getting up till go to sleep the thought is only krishna why because they value bhagwan so if we have that conversion has to take place in our mind so whatever we do that is why in our culture we always have this ram rama you know anything so when they when when they meet each other ram ram they will say and when they leave also they say ram ram so you know our children sing also bhajan you know what they khate bhi ram ko chote bhi ram ko chalte bhi ram ko marte bhi ram ko that is the last one but in between whatever activities you do you bhagwan ka naam bolo some people you know in south india they say they yawn they will say krishna krishna <laughs> they will say anything they do this bhagwan's name is used aajkal to replace ho gaya sab oji and all that kind of things <laughs> so <laughs> maybe g must be god you know whatever it is <laughs> but uh, why don't you come back to this bhagavad nama it is very nice sweet and why not our mind the tongue should be always say it is called vani shuddhi kelya in rishikesh uttarakashi and all these places if you go mahatmas always chant bhagwan's name <laughs> like they say they the what you call vishwasanama chant every time keep on chanting so somebody asks why you have to do that aap to chalte firte bhagwan hai the why are you doing it is that you know vani shuddhi ke liye utare just to purify our tank because murchi masala khake kharab hote hai na uske liye shuddhi ke liye just to purify the tank bhagwan's name we keep chanting <laughs> and once you get the taste of it you enjoy it until you get the taste of it you have to force the mind <laughs> but once you start enjoying it you see you miss it and you don't like to do anything else except because you want to spend more time on that this ras that that ras pidai <laughs> once you get that ras you know, then you will not give up so until then it is a struggle so ananya cheta satatam satatam means on a daily basis it should not be interruption that's why our religion is not a sunday religion weekend religion our religion is very strong religion so it's not weekend religion so weak religion nahi hai this it is a strong religion so every day basis
every moment basis we have to remember the lord it is not dedicated one day for bhagwan no 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 <laughs> the all other religion you see sunday is dedicated friday is dedicated some other day is dedicated no we have to dedicate every day so satatam means every day at a given certain time you allot at that particular time you exclusively remember that bhagwan satatam yo mams marati nityashah on a daily basis and without break that is said satatam is used so it is not that is sporadic you know all the spiritual practices are very sporadic <laughs> suddenly you know you listen to such satsang you know start deciding oh i will do it from tomorrow onwards then afterwards some some incident happened then they it is stop then then after suddenly one day you stop then what happens second day third day fourth day then you decide okay after shivaratri i will start again then <laughs> shivaratri will come and go but nothing will happen <laughs> so but no you should not it should be consistent if it is said our shastra says suppose you decide to do one mala a day and one day you don't do it for some reason then second day do double <laughs> it is said that is the rule so this consistently if you apply then what happen you start enjoying it afterwards beginning mind resist <laughs> but then you have to make him do it this is for our own good tasyaham sulabhav partha so certain time we have to teach our mind to do something which mind doesn't like <laughs> see this is very important only then you can have a handle over the mind <laughs> otherwise what happen whatever the mind like i do what the mind certain thing it doesn't like i don't want to do means what is the difference between animal and man <laughs> human being has this capacity of intelligence and that intelligence to be used for guiding the mind to the proper direction and this is what the training should be like this you should be able to do something which you don't like <laughs> try every day try one small small things not uh, you don't like karela <laughs> cook some karela and start eating and make the mind like it <laughs> and i tell you after some time it start liking it <laughs> so it is a question of developing taste for it so also there are certain things we don't like it <laughs> the moment we open a serious book then let's say bhagavad gita etc if you open the book people sleep <laughs> you know i am not joking one place i went this guy kept one gita book in the bedroom eh, next to his uh, pillow and he kept there is a table there table lamp everything is there i was very impressed yeah you are uh, you are reading gita before you go to sleep yes swami ji <laughs> then he added a sentence that completely floored me he said i use it the moment i open the book read one verse i go to sleep he says <laughs> one line i go to sleep it is a sleeping aid for him <laughs> so this is no not like that <laughs> so don't use bhagavad gita for that please <laughs> so omkara upasana is difficult 
then just remember me chant my name devoted remembrance of lord so whatever you do start practicing keep on keep saying ram ram krishna krishna so after completing the job also you say krishna arpanamastu hmm. this much is not difficult <laughs> starting krishna's name and then ending also krishna arpanamastu this is not very difficult offering to bhagwan so before going to bed you just offer everything to bhagwan i said kayena vacha manasendriyeva buddhyatmanava pradeshvabhavat karomi yadyat sakalam parasmai narayanayeti samarpayami so then what happened your mind is clear you can go to sleep <laughs> you must have done so many things somebody must have hurt you you must have hurt somebody it doesn't matter oh lord i am giving it to you <laughs> so unload everything onto that altar then what happened you are free mentally free <laughs> this is the this is if you do it sincerely you will feel the difference also this is called tra- inner transformation <laughs> the study of gita etc should give that inner transformation inner transformation will take place only when we practice what we learn see otherwise it won't come so whatever little that you learn so from the lecture eight chapter the whole eight chapter you may not pick up <laughs> the whole thing but one or two points you must have picked up and that you practice that is all it is required <laughs> so the bhagavad gita kinchit adhita ganga jalalava kanika apita sakratapiye namurari samarcha kriyate tasya yamena na charcha <laughs> so bhagavad gita kinchit adhita little bit of gita if you have studied it is said studied here means that means the whole gita i know swamiji so from dharma kshetra guru kshetra to up to this mama druadi dharmadir mama up to that last line i know but that is not memorizing is not what we are talking about here at least one point that is given in gita have you practiced it that makes the difference so here also the transformation takes place only when we start practicing here bhagwan himself is giving us the instruction so don't take it lightly <laughs> it is swayam bhagwan is give narayanena swayam vyasena kritam purana munina madhye mahabharatam so bhagwan himself is giving this teaching so therefore every word people try to scholars try to replace one word they could not do it <laughs> so they regretted afterwards so that perfect it is every word is very beautiful tasyaham sulabha parta to that person i am sulabha very easily available <coughs> so sudhama mirabai sudhama was much earlier but mirabai is much recent why if you read the stories of mahatmas great bhaktas in our country if you read their stories you can see how easily bhagwan was available to them <laughs> so saguna roopa with saguna aspect of bhagwan he appeared before them and gave them darshan sometime surdai ji used to you know call him at that time bhagwan used to come and guide him <laughs> take him to the house 
So he used to take in the one side of the, the stick and then led him to his house. And you know, there are some one day Suradaji came to know about this. This Krishna is coming and leading me, and it should be Krishna only. Not I thought it is some other boys, street to boys coming and leading me, but it looks like it is Krishna himself is coming. And he tried to catch him. <laughs> and then you know, he is a blind man, he cannot catch him. So after Bhagwan was very slippery, he didn't give him a chance to catch him. So, then Suradhaji writes, Bhagavan, this blind man, you can escape from me. It is not a great <laughs> feat on you, of you. Try to escape from my heart, try. <laughs> he challenges him. He challenges him. Try to escape from my heart. Where I locked you in, you will never be able to go. But you can escape from me because I am blind. Physically you can escape. But from my heart, you will never be able to escape. So, there is a beautiful song he composed afterwards. Tasyam Sulabha Partha. All the devotees, they all felt this very easily. Bhagavan became available. Nitya Yuktasya Yoginaha. And Arjuna also, Bhagavan was available. What job? He was doing driver's job, okay? Without salary. No money. <laughs> no. Nothing was discussed at all. It was a free service offered to Arjuna. Sulabha Partha and easily available. Rupata Nitya Yuktasya Yoginaha. Those yogis, Mahatmas who are Nitya Yuktaha on a daily basis. They are the devoted to me. Tasya Yoginaha Am Sulabha. Sukhena Rabbiha He Partha Nitya Yuktasya Sada. Samahita Jittasya Yoginaha Sada, all the time, mind is reveling in Paramatma. In one way or other. So either he is thinking about Bhagavan or it is not only one thing you have to do, many ways of remembering Bhagavan. So that one engage itself. <laughs> then continuing. Why, what are the what is the use of your easy accessibility? So, tava saulabhena kimsyatidi ucchate. So, what do I get out of this? Suppose I keep on thinking of you. What is the benefit? Generally, people ask that question. So, Bhagavan is anticipating that question and answering also. Mamupetya punarjanma. Dukkhalaya mashashwatam Napnuvandi mahatmanaha Samsiddhim paramam Mam upetya punarjanma Mam upetya reaching me, attaining me Punaha janma Again, you will not take birth. Into what? Dukkhalayam ashashyatam. This world is considered Dukkhalayam. <laughs> huh? No, you must have heard Aushadhalayam, isn't it? <laughs> Aushadhalayam. Uh, wherever you go, you get your medicine is called Aushadhalayam. <laughs> 
So like that, here in this world, it is considered Dukkhalaya. Why? Because every experience, material experience, they, are, they come with three doshas, through three defects. So one is Dukkha Mishridattvam. Every experience is mixed with Sukham Dukkham. There is no pure Sukham. <laughs> there is no pure Dukkham also. Dukkha Mishridattvam. <laughs> Any experience. The sensory experiences are always riddled with both. Dukkham, Sukham. That Atripti Karattvam. Never satisfied. Total satisfaction. Okay, I am satisfied. I don't want anything anymore. No. <laughs> it is like that Kerala Nambudri, you know. He had a seven course meal. Then he thought, now enough. I don't want anything. He wrote his will. <laughs> then after four hours, he had to eat his own will because he was hungry. <laughs> like Tripti Karattu. Complete satisfaction. No. <laughs> if you want... If you indulge yourself, after some time, you want some more. You want more. It is continuously making you long for it. Atripti karattvam. Then the experience is only short. But bandhana karanattvam. It will bind you also. <laughs> See, experience is short. But it will bind you for life. Ah, any experience... Very little experience you go through. At that time there is a joy, but afterwards what happened? It binds you. <laughs> One mistake people do, lifelong they suffer, isn't it? So, Napnuvanti, Mamupetya Punarjanma Dukkhalayam Ashashyatam Napnuvanti Mahatmanaha Samsidhim Paramam Gataha. So, reaching me, that winning that supreme perfection, Na Apnuvandi Mahatmanaha. So, Mahatmana means great saints and sages. They no longer suffer rebirth. So, now Bhagavan from 15th verse to 22nd verse is making a two type of goals he is going to talk about. One is God, that is infinite is a goal. Another one is finite, <coughs> the world. So two type of goal. One is two type of people are there. One is interested in infinite Another is interested in worldly achievement. That is finite. <laughs> so these are the na apnuvanti mahatmanaha. So from 15th to 22nd verse, Bhagavan is going to talk about these two divisions. One is people are interested in infinitude. Another one is finitude. Means the worldly achievement, pleasure, etc. <laughs> so let us see. Continuing, Apram Abhuvanan Loka Apram Abhuvanan Loka 
ಪುನರಾವರ್ತಿನೋರ್ಜುನ ಮಾಮುಪೇತ್ಯತು ಕೌಂತೇಯ ಪುನರ್ಜನ್ಮನ ವಿದ್ಯತೆ ಆಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಭುವನಾನ್ ಲೋಗಾನ್ ವೈ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಇಸ್ ಸೇಯಿಂಗ್ ದಿಸ್ ಆಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಭುವನ್ ಅಪ್ ಟು ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಲೋಕ ಈವನ್ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ರೀಚಿಂಗ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಲೋಕ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ಗ್ಯಾರಂಟಿ ಯು ಆರ್ ಪರ್ಮನೆಂಟ್ ದೇರ್ ಓಕೆ ವೈ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಾಜಿ ಹಿಮ್ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಪರ್ಮನೆಂಟ್ he also got certain period of time he occupied that position brahmaji is also a position given to him compared to us he is longer that is all but still it is a jeeva an exalted jeeva so they are all given certain position <laughs> like indra devata is given a position and his term is also given so many years he will rule indra loka then another person become indra so like that each officers in the heaven also they are all given certain period of time and then they have to quit so every position all the lokas wherever you are it is subject to <laughs> come to an end subject to end so abrahma bhuvanan loka punaha avarti arjuna so they come and go punaha avarti so it is attained afterwards they lose also they are appointed then afterwards they lost brahmaji but mam upetiha ekaunteya punarjanmana vidyate reaching me attaining me there is no more coming back <laughs> until then everywhere there is a coming back so you go to surga loka you have to come back you go to pitra loka you have to come back so agandharva loka you have to come back you whatever loka you go you have to come back <laughs> so but only reaching me you will not any world other than me is not permanent human body dog cat etc how long it can last <coughs> so the human body maximum 100 years then kaliyuga i think 100 <laughs> is too much so uh, still some people are living here 100 120 and all that so rare but the treyatra the satyuga and all people lived thousands of years and treyata yuga also people lived longer ramchandra ji lived longer and when it comes to dwapar yuga life span changed bhagwan krishna lived only 125 years okay so now kaliyuga it is still reducing 100 years now afterwards it's a kaliyuga become uh, now kaliyuga is only prathama pada kaliyuga is 438000 okay 438000 years kaliyuga we are only prathama pada the first quarter first quarter only 5000 plus years we have done so we are talking about so many years to go <laughs> uh, and uh, towards the end it is that so many horrible thing is going to happen <laughs> thank god we will not be there so 
don't worry about it. Maybe you will come back, we don't know. Aprama Bhuvanan Logan Punaravarti Norjuna Mamubetya Dukaunteya Punarjan Manavityate Sahasra Yuga Paryantam Aharyat Brahma Noviduhu Ratrim Yuga Sahasrantam Deho Ratra Vidojana Ah, here Bhagavan is giving an account. Say four Yugas put together is 4.3 million years. Mm-hmm. So every Yuga is double, double, double. That's how it is. Kali Yuga is 4.3 uh, lakh, double, eight lakh is Dvapara uh, Yuga, 12 lakh is Treta uh, Yuga, 14 lakh. Yeah. 1.4 million or something. Huh? 1.2, 1.4, then uh, 8, and there's 4. I think roughly 4.3 million years. This is one round. One is called Mahayuga, put together. Like that, Brahmaji, waking hours, 12 hours, he is awake. Okay? Brahmaji works continuously 12 hours. So, that waking hours is 4.3 multiplied by 1000. This is 12 hours. Human life, human years, okay, with reference to our calculation. <laughs> then another 1000, 4.3 multiplied by 1000 is night, 12 hours sleep. So 24 hours means 4.3 multiplied by 2000 is Brahmaji's one day. Like this he lived. Ah, 365 days, one year, 100 years. That is his lifespan. Okay. Now, here we are going, Brahmaji is now present age. See, all these Shastri, Brohid, you know, they will chant the, the Modika Sankalpa. At that time, if you, if you watch, Pararthe, Brahma Pararthe, they will say. Paratha means the second half. <laughs> so second half of Brahmaji. Brahmaji has completed 50 years. He is running 51 years now. <laughs> that, is, that is what is going on right now. So second half of his lifespan has started. So 51, 51st year now going on Brahmaji's. So this is what Bhagavan says. Sahasra Yuga Pariryandam. Aharyat Brahmano Vidhu Ratrim Yugasahasranta Teho Ratra Vidojanaha. Those people who are expert in this field for calculating the night and day of Brahmaji, they are telling. Bhagavan says, He is quoting them. He is not telling, I am telling. He knows, but he is not telling that. He says, Those people who are 
is expert in this field, done research on this field, they are telling you <laughs> what this Brahmaji's time, right time, day time, and then afterwards, old lifespan is hundred years. Then what he what he does, what is his occupation? It is said here, Avyaktavyakta Yasarva. Prabhavantya Haragame Ratriagame Praliyante Tatreva Vekta Samtnyake Now what is creation is briefly mentioned here. <laughs> Different schools of, they have different theories, but Vedanta says it is a cycle of creation. Avyaktat vyaktayaha sarvaha. Avyakta means unmanifest. So, from the unmanifest means undifferentiated state. Brahmaji's job is to make it manifest. So he cannot create anything new. Whatever was there in the seed form, he brings forth into a manifested form, like seed and the tree. So there is nothing new is created. It was there before in an undifferentiated form, unmanifest form. And it become manifest. So avyaktat viktayas sarvaha prabhavan yaharagame. And when he wakes up, Brahmaji wakes up from sleep, okay? So wakes up from sleep means what? After 12 years, after 12 hours. 12 hours means what? 4.3 multiplied by 1000. That is his night time. And when he wakes up, what happened? He remembers whatever that was in him, inherent, he brings out. The same way like you people, you know, you go to sleep, what happened? Everything is inherent in you. <laughs> That's why an engineer go to sleep, he never get up as a doctor. No, <laughs> engineer only. <laughs> same way doctor sleeps, he gets up as a doctor only. It's not somebody else. It will be a chaos then. So, whatever that was inherent in you as vasanas, that alone manifests, isn't it? So, same way, Brahmaji also, whatever that was there in him as material cause, inherent in him, that alone come to manifest as creation. So, Ratriagame Praliyante. When he goes to sleep, the whole thing will merge with him. Tatreva vyakta samtnike, it becomes unmanifest. So, this creation is not a, you cannot ask when it began. You know, this question always there. What was the first creation? <laughs> this is because of our linear thinking. <laughs> we are thinking beginning and a straight line. But here it is a cycle. 
when it is a cycle there is no beginning or end so we have to change our the thinking process then you will be able to appreciate otherwise you keep asking this question when it started you will never get an answer <laughs> because if you if you ask that question somebody answers you started at one particular time before that what was there then the question comes who created it who asked him to create why did he created it so all this problem will be there so it is beautifully <coughs> given here that from the unmanifest it comes to manifest that is called creation <coughs> continuing bodak ग्रामस्यवायम् ग्रामस्यवायम् भूत्वा भूत्वा प्रलीयते रात्र्यागमेव शफ पार्थ प्रभवत्यहरागमे ूप <laughs> now let them if they go then what happen they take they come back again in the same form maybe different different role they take <coughs> husband become wife wife become husband like that the role changes and uh, <laughs> this is a grandfather become maybe son grandchild you know like that but same jeevas keep rotating in the same family <coughs> so <coughs> there was some research going on on that part it is said but here bhagwan says the whole group of jeevas that is available the same jeevas keep going recycling <laughs> continuously bhuta gramas group of all jeevas are the same come and go again and again <laughs> what about this population explosion you know sometimes the people say the human beings are getting more and more children that and this what about that very simple see animals are being killed those animals are getting promoted to become human being that is all <laughs> yeah that uh, thanksgiving day how many turkeys are killed all those turkeys are coming back <laughs> taking the form of a human being next life human being the promoted like that how many trees are being cut they also jeevas they also come back <coughs> so these mosquitoes etc this species they all die they all get promoted to human being bhutak gramasya evayam mutva bhutva praliyate ratryagame vashappartha prabhavan dharagame same host of being 
after repeated birth get dissolved helplessly they go to an unmanifest state helplessly bhagwan say helplessly and because prakriti at the time of nightfall they they go back to a an unmanifest state at the nightfall when the chai the daytime comes again they brahmaji's daytime comes they again manifest it's something like a roller coaster <laughs> get into that you keep going <clears throat> but only difference between roller coaster is you have a choice to get on and get out but this samsara you have no choice unless you decide to get out and realize the truth <laughs> so that is the only way otherwise it keeps you going <clears throat> continuing paras tasmatu bhavonya नश्यत्सु न विनश्यति सो वन थिंग इज मैटर मैटर ऑल्सो one is energy and matter okay so gross matter is gross which we can see but that very same gross matter can turn into energy which is unseen and manifest energy is you cannot see it therefore we say and manifest so prakriti is one stage is called unmanifest so स्टेट seed form so first uh, maya is in seed form then the very same maya manifest into objects name and form it is gross world so like energy and matter and beyond this unmanifest prakriti is unmanifest paramatma <laughs> so the eternal supreme reality which is also unmanifest unmanifest means which we cannot objectify so the difference between two unmanifest here is prakriti is unmanifest but that unmanifest become manifest at one point of time so energy can become matter which is manifest but paramatma is unmanifest all the time <laughs> it can never become manifest <laughs> because paramatma is the very subject in us so that will never become manifest 
Why? It cannot be objectified. <laughs> the moment you objectify Paramatma, Paramatma becomes what? An object. Once it becomes an object, it is subject to time and space, destruction, etc. Limitation comes. Therefore, Parastasmatubhavunyaha Avyaktaha Avyakta Sanatanaha Tanatanaha eternal. Yesa Sarvesha Bhuteshu Natsyatu Navinasyati. Even if all the world, all jivas get destroyed, but this Paramatma never perishes. Yaha sa Sarvesha Bhuteshu. He is in all living being. It perishes not, even all being perish. In the sense, all name and form destroy, but he remains. There is no destruction for Paramatma. Now, how to recognize That imperishable in all perishable being. Avagan said, Avyakto chara ityuktaha Tamahupparamam gatim Yamprapyanani vartante Tathāma paramammama So, mamadhāma, my abode is from where? No return. Yamprāpya nanivartante So, my abode is that having attained that abode, there is no more coming back. Nanivartante Tathāma paramammama that unmanifest is called imperishable. Avyaktokshara ityuktaha tamahup paramam gatim. That is called the highest goal. Paramam gatim. Having gained that state, none come back again. And that is your real nature. That connection has to be made. That imperishable nature is you. See it. That is the point Bhagavan is making here. So, don't think that imperishable state is the state of Paramatma and you have no connection with that. <laughs> it is your state, your nature, your real nature. Everything else is <laughs> imperishable and they are not your real state. So, avyaktaha aksharam ityuktaha tamahu paramam gatim. So, that unmanifest is called imperishable, changeless. That is called highest paramam gatim. That is the highest goal. Yam prapya nanivartante. Having attained that, nanivartante. No more return. Tadhama paramamma. That is my dhama abode, highest <laughs> abode. 
But again, somebody said it is very difficult, all these things, you know. <laughs> Pranayama method is difficult. Pratika Upasana is difficult. Remembering you all the time, that is also difficult. Then Bhagavan finally gives a solution, okay? We'll read it, we'll see the meaning tomorrow. Purusha Saparaf Partha Bhaktiala Bhyastva Nanyaya Yesyantasthani Bhutani Yena Sarvamidam Tatam Purushaha Saparaf Partha Bhaktya Labhyastvananyaya E Partha, this Purushaha, that Purusha can be gained through Bhakti, Ananyaya, Ananya Bhakti. So develop Bhakti. All being exist in him, yasyandasthani bhutani, and yena sarvamidam tatam, by him the whole world is pervaded. <laughs> so, <clears throat> that Paramatma is not something remote, sitting somewhere. He is right here with you. Inherent and concurrent in you. In fact, you are in consciousness. Not that consciousness is in you. You are in consciousness. And this understanding has come. Then what will be one of love, bhakti? And Bhagavan says, develop that bhakti towards that Lord. Uh, all these faltu chizong ke liye, why keep on worrying about it? <laughs> it's not worth it. Though nashwar hai, it doesn't last long. <laughs> Your interest also, you cannot keep it going anyway. <laughs> that object itself won't last. Your interest also, you cannot keep it going. So, what is permanent is Bhagavan. Think of him. And that Bhagavan is not far away. He is right here with you. So, why waste time? <coughs> this is the point. So, <coughs> up to 22, Bhagavan talked about two items. What is infinite? Another is finite. Okay? <laughs> now, from the next verse onwards, the topic, which is very interesting, what the gati of the soul, okay? After death, the soul takes two paths. One is Surya Marga, another is Soma Marga. So, what, what are they and how they go, how they, where they reach? 
who are those people who take that path, different path, all those discussion is there. This is only, this discussion is only in 8th chapter, afterwards Bhagavan never talks about it. <laughs> so we shall see that tomorrow. Hmm? Tomorrow we will conclude this chapter. <laughs> that is why you saw a red envelope there on your tape seat. It is to, for you to take home and bring it back tomorrow filled up. Okay. Outside, and it, you see it is empty, so fill it inside also. <laughs> so this is a tradition, Guru Dakshina. Teaching is free, but it is your gratitude of learning is expressed in the form of Guru Dakshina. So, a Guru, from Guru Mukhat, you listen to the teaching, but you may say, I am not your Guru. Why should I give you Guru Dakshina? You are not giving me. Whatever teaching that you got is not from me. It is from the Guru Parampara. <laughs> so I am only a his master's voice. <laughs> HMV. <laughs> so through me, this is only a vehicle, through me, the teaching, what was there? My Guru, my Guru got it from his Guru, his Guru got it from his Guru. It goes right up to Bhagavan Narayana himself. <laughs> So you are not offering me, you are offering to Bhagavan Narayana himself. So this is the program tomorrow. Whatever Shakti you can offer. So that we will conclude tomorrow, okay?